0: (laughs) today's conversation will have you leaning into understanding how to conquer fear, distractions, obstacles, and break forth into your destiny, your purpose, your next steps. Dear sister, I want you to come on in and let's go because you don't want to miss this one. <laughs> hi, friend. Hi, dear sister. This is Kate A. Daisy, and it is so great to have you listening. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman becoming godly woman and company is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in christ every day i believe healing is our choice and once we embrace that process we can truly heal others as we are healed so i say healed people heal people yes take it from me yes today's conversation i am so excited about but before we get to that i want to reiterate something that we shared in the last episode in episode 48 i shared an announcement which i am going to reiterate so dear sister please lean in i am free woman ministries after eight years eight good years i must say the lord has done it again and we are now moving on to our next step of our growth we are changing and becoming more and more of what god has ordained and commissioned and is asking us to do so we are changing in the next in the next few months and we'll be slowly transitioning into our new corporate brand called godly woman and company and by the way thank you for those who reached out after the first announcement in the last episode the prayers the the virtual hugs all those things I love it thank you and I am always surprised when you reach out because you never know who is listening on the other side of this microphone. And I really appreciate your heart to support me, support uh, my ministry, to support what I do. It is not easy. And when I hear the the feedback and you, know, you reaching out, it really does something for me. It encourages me. It helps me to know that, hey, Kate, at least one person is listening. So do the best that you can, which is excellent. Right. Godly woman and company is taking our freedom forward and living it boldly, unapologetically. Our vision and mission remains the same. The steps of how we get there is what's expanding. And that is so exciting and yet very challenging. But we are up for it. Right. <laughs> With that said, we have a few collaborative events that will be coming up. And I announced the first one last episode, which is that we are coming up on our 50th episode. And so being obedient, I want to celebrate. I rarely celebrate milestones in my life, to be honest with you, but I'm starting to learn to do that. And so I am extending the invitation to you, my dear listeners, if you value this podcast in your life, and if you feel like this podcast has touched you in some way, I would like to see you. I would like to talk you. I would like to see your smile. I would like for for, for you to come and say hello, even if you're popping in for just a minute. I want you to see you on August. I want to see you on August 6th, 2023, which is in a few weeks. And the time is 4 p.m. U.S. Eastern. You can join from Ghana. You can join from the UK. Don't give me that excuse that, hey, this is in the U.S. so I can not (laughs) come. That is why I love making these events hybrid so that you can listen in, you can tune in. It's Zoom, y'all. It's Zoom from anywhere that you are in the world. More information will be coming, but so far as I I, I can tell you, we have opened registration. And so go ahead and go to our website, IamFreeWoman.org forward slash upcoming dash events so just click on the events tab and you'll be able to register there uh one thing i also want to share with you is that we will have some prizes including a one-on-one six session biblical life and well-being coaching y'all and so if you want this for yourself or if you want this for a friend a daughter whoever i want you to go to the website and register and send the the link to other people to register because we are building this community and we want you to be a part of it we want to hear from you we want to hear your input so don't forget to go there and subscribe all right so I want to quickly welcome everyone to the show, especially new listeners to the show and to the community. In today's episode, y'all, I mean, the nuggets are so much that I had to not put everything in here, so you have to listen. But today's episode, I sat down with Dr. Brent C. Williams. Dr. Brent C. Williams is a pastor, visionary, conference speaker, community advocate, and author. Y'all, when she said that she had been to Kenya, she had me at Kenya. I was leaned in. I was like, tell me more. (laughs) She has worked in ministry for nearly 20 years. Dr. Williams currently serves as the pastor and visionary founder of the Impact Worship Center located in Chesapeake, Virginia. She's living out her faith and inspiring others to do the same. In addition to this, Being an influential voice within the church community, Dr. Williams is also an international conference speaker. She travels sharing the message that God's love never fails. Her desire is to see lives saved, transformed, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. She's committed to helping others live out their faith and power and purpose. Dr. Williams believes it is high time to break free, break through, and break forth to greater. Hello. Uh, can y'all sense that the whole work here around breaking is kind of sitting with us and choose to be free, choose to live free, and choose to stay free? Yes. That's my kind of sister. That's my kind of friend, right? <laughs> As you listen, here are some nuggets for you. Self-discovery through God's process settles you in unlikely yet fulfilling, thriving places. Identify the things that prevent you from breaking free, such as personality, sins, and the world and culture, and take care of that. You cannot conquer what you're not willing to confront. I love this one. (laughs) Start simple, small changes, and you will see godly opportunities become available. God's spirit empowers and equip you to do the things we are called to do. Fear paralyzes us into inactivity and lies to us about our own worth. The enemy of fear says that we can't when the word of God says that we can. Immerse yourself in God's word. God prepares us in our now season for our next season. Call it seasons of preparations for purpose. Prioritize and allow necessary time to important areas of your life so you can feel balanced. Participate in your own healing, y'all. Participate. (laughs) Once you break through, believe that there is more and break forth. You have been created on purpose and for a purpose. You can overcome every distraction and delay. Purpose comes from our passions, what you are naturally designed to do. And always remember, delay is not denial. And when you detour, you are still on the mission. Wow. I tell y'all, this was so amazing. And we had a great conversation, which I know you will enjoy too. And remember to choose to be free, choose to live free, and choose to stay free being faithfully renewed, encouraged, and exceptional women and men of God. This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. Until next time, may God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And remember, healed people heal people. You hear, you heard it first. So go into the world and heal someone today. Choose to live free. I love you, love you, love you, love you. Enjoy the conversation with Dr. Bren C. Williams. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Choose to Live Free podcast. This is Kate A. Cooker-Daisy and Dear Sisters. I have a beautiful woman in front of me today. As always, I say this, y'all can't see my guests, but I can see them. And hopefully someday I'll be able to share video with you. But for now you get to see them through the conversations that we will have. And obviously we will have uh, social media information at the end so you can visit their pages and connect with them as well. So today I have the pleasure and the honor of sitting down with Dr. Bren Williams. And I'm excited because when we did our pre-screening, she shared so much with me and I can't wait for her to share with you all what she has in store for women when it comes to living life with God. And so Dr. Williams, please go ahead and introduce yourself to our wonderful community.
1: Well, greetings, Kate. Thank you so much for having me on Choose to Live. It is an honor as well as a privilege uh, to come on your show and to share with your audience. So thank you for sharing your wonderful audience with me. Uh, I wear many hats. I am a woman who's about walking in purpose. And right now, that purpose uh, includes uh, serving as a pastor, serving as an evangelist. I am a motivational speaker speaker, uh, working uh, with a nonprofit organization, and uh, I am an author, and I hope that we get an opportunity to share uh, some things regarding my newest book, Breaking uh, Forth to Destiny. Mm -hmm.
0: Breaking Forth to Destiny, and everybody knows Choose to Live Free podcast, we are all about freedom of the heart and mind when it comes to the Lord and how You can truly live free in Christ. Oftentimes I encounter individuals because of the profession that I'm in and the work that I do. Sometimes people are like, how can I be free and still enjoy life and still do this thing called life when it comes to being a Christian and walking in biblical principles and all that. So I can't wait for us to dive into uh, your story when it comes to how you have been able to break forth uh, in everything that you do wearing all these mini hats and so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, can you share with us Dr. Williams um, your story around um, when you really got to the point when you knew that you had to step forward and break free with Jesus and no other person so we are starting with your breaking free season when you realized that I got to do this I have to do this.
1: Sure um you know, by nature, I am an introvert. Uh, sometimes <laughs> when people see me now, they don't think that. Um, but by nature, I am an introvert, and I prefer to be in the background as a, as opposed to being out front. And so, one of the things that I really had to overcome was just uh, being shy, being in blending into the background as opposed to uh, sometimes being pushed to the front. And so. Um, I think early on, I realized that God had something special for me to do, and I didn't know exactly what that was, so I embarked upon this journey of, you know, just discovering purpose, and so I worked in outreach, I worked in many capacities of ministry, uh, those opportunities that allowed me to be in the background, uh, being productive, but being in the background, and um, I God really began just to impress upon me, and just I just felt this pushing uh, from God that God was pushing me forward uh, instead of allowing me just to um, blend in. And so, um, once I really uh, recognized God was really moving me forward in ministry, I asked God to help me, you know, to overcome those things that were causing me not to break free. Um, you know, fear, intimidation you know, comparing ourselves to others, uh, those kinds of things. So those are some of the things that I had to break free from in order to step out uh, of my comfort zone and to really go forward uh, in ministry. Um, And so it it was a pushing uh, towards purpose and me just embracing that and asking God to help me to become all that he would desire me to be.
0: So I hear you had to open your heart to God's process. You had to open your heart. I love the word allow. And we have said it so many times on the show with so many different guests. Like we have to allow ourselves to experience God's process, the things that he wants us to walk through. Like you, I am also someone who would be considered, I prefer introversion. So if anything at all, I prefer to be by myself. (laughs) And it's so amazing how God uses those introverts in us to be like, hey, you go forth. And you're like, but that's not my natural bit. I really don't want to. I want to be in the background. As you started to journey with him through that process and you saw yourself evolving and becoming this authentic, godly woman that you can be. I heard you mentioned you had to break free from the things that were holding you back, like fear and even your natural personality, right? The things that you are naturally bent to do. Can you talk a little bit about um, the practical ways in which you were able to break free from some of these things like fear and all those things? How do you, how, what were some of the things you did?
1: Well, I came to the realization that you cannot conquer what you're not willing to confront. Mm,
0: hold that. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. Hold, that, hold that. Go back. <laughs> Let's say that
1: again. You cannot conquer what you're not willing to confront. Ooh. And oftentimes, we choose to just to glaze over certain. Areas or certain weaknesses or certain areas, you know, that we don't feel that we shine in. Uh, But when you sit down and you have, you become transparent before God, you become honest with yourself, and you come to the realization that these are areas uh, that if I'm going to walk in the purpose of the things that God has called me to, uh, then I have to confront these areas in order to overcome them. And so um, I, yeah, I, I, took some classes. I mean, I participated in, uh, what is I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, it's just one of those speaking, uh, developmental type of courses, those types of things that helped me to become more comfortable in those areas. I found myself volunteering more. Uh, you know, I would be the person that would just blend in, sit in the back. I started moving up to the front. Just simple, small changes. And I noticed that, you know, more opportunities were becoming available. And of course, you know, the more opportunities that became available, uh, and the and and pursuing and, and and seeking god the more allowing the holy spirit just to uh empower me and transform those areas uh in my life uh for example when i'm up and preaching i am bold and i feel this you know total exuberant joy but you know Outside of that, I'm a pretty late person. Uh, But so, God, I just learned to trust God and He empowers us and He equips us uh, for those things that He's called us to do and the impact uh, that He wants us to make. You know, it's totally relying on Holy Spirit because I know in and of myself, uh, there are certain things that you know, I'm, you know, I'm not a conference speaker. I'm not, um, I'm not that bold person that just does that. And so, but when I rely on Holy Spirit, he does empower me to do the things that God has uh, called and destined me to do.
0: wait! And he calls you forth. Fear is one of those enemies (laughs) (laughs) that I have heard a lot of women talk about when it comes to them launching and going forward and moving forth into their destiny. Um, How do you, you know, I know when you're preaching, the Holy Spirit is upon you when you do what you have to do. But in your day to day, the things that don't concern like standing in front of a pulpit or in front of the congregation, but your normal day to day interactions and even like being on a podcast or something like that. How do you move past fear?
1: You know, fear is one of the greatest tricks of the enemy. The enemy will use that uh, to play on your our minds, to cause us uh, to become complacent, cause us to become stagnant and basically paralyze us into inactivity. And so we have to recognize that it is one of the tricks that the enemy uh, will use to cause us to be fearful or comparing ourselves to others or just even doubting uh, not even knowing our own words. Worth and value. And so, uh, we have to first recognize that it is a battle of the mind and it's, uh, it's a constant battle. The enemy will tell us that we can't when the word of God tells us that we can. God's word says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so, uh Number one, uh, really immersing myself in the word of God, saying, what does God say about this? You know, I hear this voice telling me that I can't, I will not accomplish this, or uh, this is not a possibility. But the word of God is constantly telling me that I can, that I'm not just a conqueror, but that I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And so as we build ourselves up in the word of God, we begin to see ourselves as, who God created us to be. Uh, We're made in his image. We're made in his likeness. And so uh, he is the Holy Spirit that empowers us and gives us that boldness. And so as we not just in ministry, but even in our daily lives, Uh, oftentimes God will give us a vision. He'll give us a a dream and we're looking at the impossibility of it. But when we begin to recognize that with God, we can do all things uh, and that defeat is not an option in my destiny. Defeat is not an option in my destiny. And so um, as I constantly confess God's word, as I constantly confess positive affirmations, uh, uh that battle is a battle of fear and faith and mm. whichever one you feed the most will win and mm. so i've just come to the realization in my life that as i constantly build my faith up mm. that the fear uh, becomes less and less the fear has to decrease as faith increases
0: yes whatever you feed i love that whatever you feed if you feed fear that's what you will experience. If you feel faith, that's what you will experience. So here you are. You used to be in the background, not wanting to be in the front and slowly, gently God is like, here you go, come on, go ahead and start. Were you um, a, a minister, a preacher, when you started to move forward or it was after he had started to show you your purpose that you truly started to walk into this space of ministering, teaching, preaching, and serving others?
1: I was not. I was actually on the usher ministry. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually on the usher ministry. I would volunteer. I would volunteer to serve. I I loved serving. And so I was just serving in every other capacity. And, um, you know, God just would not allow me to stay there. He just continued to move me and call me forth. And so, um, as i begin to give him a yes as i begin to yield and begin to be obedient um that's when god really um, called me forth into to ministry and i you know i was evangelist for uh, many years i've been in ministry for about 20 years uh, wow. and the majority of that has been you know evangelistic ministry i've only been in pastoral ministry for about 9 years the last mm-hmm. 9 years mm-hmm. and so um God just continued to, um, you know, enlarge the territory and the assignments and uh, things of that nature. Mm
0: -hmm. And that sounds like that was your breaking through season going from ushering. And look, ushering, you're in front of people like right there.
1: (laughs) A great and valuable ministry. I always honor the usher and the greatest ministry. (laughs) <laughs> You're right there. Everybody sees you. You
0: help people out, all that. Um, and so moving from that, and eventually you stepping forward and walking in obedience, evangelizing, ministering, pastoring. Um, during this breaking through season, What were some of the challenges that you faced? So I know uh, part of your personal story is that you are a mom, right? So, how did you, how were you able to balance that part of you with doing the work of God?
1: You know, all of those other um seasons like when i was serving in various capacities of ministry whether it was usher ministry whether it was hospitality or the women's ministry those were seasons of preparation god was really preparing me uh in those seasons uh for uh the next season you know god prepares us in our now season for our next season um Another part of that season was when I worked in pharmaceutical sales and I was uh, working with patients who were infected and affected by HIV and AIDS. And so during that season, God really sensitized me to the suffering of other individuals and just walking with them through their journey. Now, I didn't even realize that when I was working uh, in what I considered a job, a career, that God was really preparing me uh, for purpose. And so all of those, uh, you know, being a mom, being the, the career, all of those uh, things work together hand in hand. Um, balance is so important in ministry. Balance is important uh, even just as a professional woman. Uh, we must have balance and we must have our priorities, you know, properly aligned. And certainly, you know, a family, you know, being a wife, being a mom, you know, that's First ministry, uh, you know that is just you know my, you know that's just my heart and those areas of ministry, um, you know they complement ministry. Now that being a wife, a mom, that is ministry in and of itself, uh, taking care of the family, and so it's uh, it's important to prioritize and to be able to you know allot the necessary time to both areas. Um, and so I, I found that uh, it's it's been a balancing act, it's it's been a challenge. So I finally feel like I'm at that season of my life where I've been able to manage that and been able to balance that out uh to uh, a much smoother, <laughs> it's flowing much smoother uh, now than it has in sometimes uh in the past.
0: Right, and I love what you're saying, especially for us young women who are uh, walking the path that God is crafting for us and has designed for us. And when you take motherhood, being a wife, being a professional, being this, being that, trying to serve in church, all these things. I mm-hmm. love what you're saying that you have to know where your priorities are. And family, mom, all those those, that's your first ministry. I'm thinking about you know, when you step up to do the work that God has called you to do, whether it is evangelizing, pastoring, you know, ushering, whatever it is, women's ministry, we all in some way, in some capacity do a lot of things for the church. Um, You going into these areas when there's a part of you, let's say in your personal life that is not healthy, it in some way, shape or form carries out into how you even show up to do that work, right?
1: Yes. It, it does. It does. It, it really does. And, um, you know, I, oftentimes uh, it's been said that, you know, in ministry, you are the wounded healer. Sometimes there are areas in our lives that need healing, uh, but yet, you know, we still show up and we still uh, have an assignment. We still feel like the work must go on. And so it uh, it is very important to be able uh, to take the proper time uh, to time and investment uh, to heal any of those areas that may be out of balance, Um, you know, because wounded people, you know, wound other people. And so it's important uh, to, you know, for us to heal uh, to, if we know that there are areas in our lives that we need healing, um, we have to participate in our healing process and whether that's through therapy, whether that's through, um, you know, allowing God to do, uh, to transform our heart and our thinking, uh, allow him to heal us in those places that we're hurting. Uh, it's very important to be able to, to do that.
0: In ministry, we are considered wounded healers. The intro to my podcast and towards the end of my podcast, when I'm closing my podcast, I say a lot of things. One being that, you know, healed people, heal people. Because I got tired years ago. I got tired of hearing hurt people, hurt people. And I was like, hold on. I have a little bit of healing in me. Maybe I can give that to someone else, you know? So I started saying healed people, heal people. That's powerful. And it is something that I hope that it becomes well known to our communities around us where people know that even if it's just a little bit of healing that you have, you can take that and give that to the next person. And they can take that and give that to the next person, right? Yes. So as you get through your breaking through season, um, tell us a bit about how the book uh, Breaking Forth came about. How did you come up with um, the where you are? Where you were like, let me give this to another woman. Let me give this to another. Yes,
1: woman. you know, breaking forth to destiny um, was really inspired on a trip to Kenya. Uh, I was uh, ministering there in Kenya, and it was a conference. That was called breaking forth. The conference was breaking forth, and everywhere that uh, every door that got opened for me to minister there, uh, I was ministering to you know hurting needs. I was ministering to people who maybe they had experienced a breakthrough. They would get a breakthrough uh, at the conferences, at the revivals. Uh, but you know the breakthrough is not all. Uh, once a person is able to get that breakthrough, and uh, there is something else beyond. That there is more. And there is, that's the breaking forth season uh, because uh, God wants us to break forth into our destiny, break forth uh, into our purpose, break forth into being a better disciple, break forth uh, into the greater. And so this book is basically a book to empower us to arise from where we are uh, to the place where God would have us to be. And it you know, deals with overcoming distractions, Overcoming those hindrances, those obstacles uh, that keep us in that complacent place, and so uh, the book has been a, a wonderful blessing. Many people's lives have been blessed by it. Um, I'm constantly receiving uh, feedback as to how the book really, you know, helped uh, helped uh, individuals, particularly sisters, to move to their next and to overcome those things that keep us uh in a complacent place um so it's definitely a book of empowering and it just catapults us into walking into greater purpose
0: oh so as you went to this well, you went on this trip to kenya this conference um a lot of i i know when you our screening i shared with you that i am born and raised i was born and raised in ghana yes and A lot of my listeners uh, fall in three places, Africa, the United Kingdom, and the United States, and then a few other listeners all over the world. So I want you to just share with um, my African family, warmer hearts, what was your experience like being in Kenya?
1: It was absolutely life-changing. I have such a passion for Africa. I've you know, spent time in South Africa, but I really enjoyed the trip to South Africa because that was the first mission trip that I actually led myself and I took um, some of the members of our church, uh, the Impact Worship Center in Chesapeake. I took some of them along. And so it was their first time, and I just enjoyed um, you know, watching their reactions and watching there. Um, You know, Jim's just meeting other brothers and sisters, you know, from all the way across uh, the world. But I love the worship there. The worship was just so rich and so powerful. I love their hunger for God and the the things of God. Um, It was just a very kindred spirit, and I, um, it was just such a, a powerful. We saw lives, just you know, we saw people being saved, delivered, set free. It was just such powerful ministry opportunities uh, there. We were also able uh, to go uh, to an orphanage there that we partnered with, and to be able to be a blessing and to work there, you know, in the in the orphanage, and to be able to be a blessing. And and it was really exciting for me because some of those same children were able to come. To the United States and actually dance and minister uh here uh with us. So it was just a, a beautiful, beautiful experience.
0: That sounds so amazing. It sounds so amazing and incredible. The book when you when you got inspired on the trip to Kenya and you sat down to write this book, looking at the woman that this book was for, what is that one thing that? you felt was the woman's need, that you were like, this is the book that you need. Listen to my story, read this chapter. Like, what is that one thing that you saw in that woman when you were writing that book?
1: You know, when I was there, just ministering and you know, being able to not just preach, but having an opportunity to interact with women and to be able to talk with them one-on-one, uh, you know, I really recognized that some of them did not realize that there was a plan and a purpose for their lives. You know, I wanted them to know that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives and that he's given each one of us, uh, you know, divine assignment. Uh, we were created on purpose and for purpose, you know, that we're uniquely created for purpose and, and, and. And that this we that is important to embark upon a journey, and that there that there is a discovery process in order for us to sometimes come into a realization of what that purpose is. And so I wanted to just to inspire them and to encourage them that in, in spite of every obstacle, you know, that's even before them, uh, you you were going to encounter obstacles. There are going to be many distractions along the way, and those distractions can disfocus us, can discourage us can delay us and uh, but we can overcome every distraction we can overcome every obstacle and that defeat is not an option. God has created us to be victorious and we have to pursue him, pursue his presence and we will overcome every obstacle. And he is the one that releases the power for us to break forth after we're able to break.
0: I heard you say, you know, we have been created on purpose and for a purpose. Dear sister, as you're hearing Dr. Williams say this, and as you're hearing me say this, The number one question that a lot of human beings on this earth are asking is, who am I? Yes. You know, and then it comes to other questions. What am I here for? What Mm am I born to do? And you see us searching in so many places for the answer to these questions. What I shared with my client yesterday was that, and it's a biblical um, process, I said, we have talked so many times about Jeremiah 29 and going into Genesis 1 from the creation of time. God put us here for a purpose, fruitful, multiply, all these things. But when you're born, it doesn't, it's not something that is nurtured in us. Now, hopefully, parents are starting to do that. But I know when I was growing up, that was not the top of my parents list. Like, I going to show you what your purpose is. I want to tell you right. who you are. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, It's Go to school, get the grades, do a good job, get a job. <laughs> that was <Like>. it. <laughs> what would you share with our dear sisters here? And for any woman that's listening, any man that's listening, I have male listeners as well. When it comes to discovering this on purpose mission, like when they after listening to you today, they are like, okay, I'm going to find my purpose if I don't know it, like what are some of the ways or guidelines that you would give to, um, a brother or a sister so that they can walk this journey of finding their purpose and being able to break forth in a way that is healthy for their mind, healthy for their soul, healthy for their spirit.
1: You know, purpose is oftentimes aligned with, um, Things that we are passionate about, um, we feel a, a tugging or a pulling or just feel compelled to do uh, certain things. Um, for example, for me, it was helping, it was serving, it was unofficially coaching, um, it was desiring to see people live well lives. It was desiring to see people live victorious. And so I didn't equate those things with ministry at the time, uh, but that's really what it is. You know, you know, Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He came as hope. He came to give us a victory. Uh, And so I I think that as we begin uh, to really look at purpose, uh, it's realizing that I there is something that God created for me to do in the earth. There is a reason in which I was born. Uh, I said it before, we are created on purpose and for purpose. There may be other people who are doing something similar, but nobody can do it the way that God gave it to you to do. There is a certain sphere of influence. There's there's certain lives and, and areas and regions that you're created to impact. And so as we really seek God, as we really uh, press into him, uh, we just come to, we will come to that realization of what our purpose is supposed to be. You know, I was in pharmaceutical sales and I was, you know, working and making over, making a six-figure salary, and it was wonderful for that season, but I knew that there was a something else that God had destined and created me for, and so either we're seeking that purpose, we're in that purpose now, or we're trying to discover that purpose. And so the first thing is to really determine where you are, where you really are. And so um, as you seek God, as you seek those things that you're passionate for and about, you know, God will make it clear to you. And uh, and I believe that our lives are much more fulfilling. We feel uh, that exuberance that your client was talking about. You know, when we know that our efforts, our time, our investments, everything is geared towards that particular direction. You know, I knew a young lady once who... knew from the time that she was five years old, you know, I am destined to be a judge. I want to be a judge. And so, you know, everything in her life, because she was so purpose driven and purpose focused, everything in her life came into that alignment. So there wasn't a lot of wasted time. There wasn't a lot of wasted, you know, energy because everything was channeled into that direction, but that's not the story for most people. And so many of us go through processes and, and, you know, there are seasons where we fail, we try it again, we try this, we try that, uh, but I have this just become to discover that as we really seek God, the more he will make our purpose uh, clearer to us, and then the pursuit uh, is up to us to pursue, to persevere, to press forward in fulfilling uh, that purpose in our lives.
0: I don't know why I'm getting teary <laughs> when you said that but so much in there because I was listening to Dr. Charles Swindle and he said something profound. I actually wrote it down. I was trying to pull out my post-it notes so I can Uh read it. And he was talking about open doors and closed doors in his um, uh, uh, welcome address at his um, seminary. And he said this, he said, just because there is a need doesn't mean you are called to meet that need and that hit my soul so much that I had to rewind and write it down <laughs> to get to where you're like you know what there's so many needs out there that I can fulfill but that's not my calling that's uh, not you know I can do it with my eyes closed but that's not my calling yeah and I so I love what you are talking when you're saying about purpose because When you break forward, that's what it is, right? When you break forward, you're getting ready to go into that.
1: That's it.
0: And you can't do that if there's so much distraction. Distraction.
1: Distractions. You are so right. And you are right on target there. And, you know, those, you know, busyness can be a distraction. We can oftentimes be busy, but are we really being productive? Uh, Are we really uh, being purposeful? And so it sometimes it does take a number of different uh, seasons and different processes. You know, we have to understand that there is purpose, you know, in the process. And so sometimes it's more preparation uh, leading us to where we're really supposed to be. And so um, I I could not agree with you more. That is, uh, you're really right on point there. The distractions have a way of sometimes, you know, really delaying us. But, you know, thank goodness, delay is not denial. We can still uh, get back on track and we can maybe just focus. We may be delayed. We may go on a couple of detours. Uh, But when we are serious, and uh, intentional about pursuing our purpose, we land in the right place mm,
0: mm, at the right time. <laughs> Ooh, I love, I love, I love that. And I hope, you know, for all of you listening, you are taking notes. You go back, back, back to the beginning, see the process that Dr. Williams has walked you on. I believe that to break forth into your purpose you have got to start healing some things.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's necessary. It is so, so necessary.
0: I mean, yes. So, so this breaking forth into destiny, breaking forth into your purpose, breaking forth into the things that God has called you to, where are you now in your season of breathing again, being able to do this and charge forward and preach and minister and be a mom and do all these things. How is it going for you?
1: <laughs> My, I like that uh terminology, breathe again. Uh, because I I think that I am in a season now of uh allowing the Lord to refocus. Uh, some things have shifted in ministry uh since the pandemic and um And it's, I'm in a season where I'm waiting on God to just to realign some things, um, you know, in with the ministry, but at the same time, you know, I'm worshiping while I'm waiting, I'm working while I'm waiting on God, uh, but I do know that it's a shifting season, I, it is definitely a shifting season for me, and that God is, you know, shifting our ministry, and uh, he's really utilizing us, uh, really, and being the church outside of the four walls, you know, in this particular season, which is really different for me, because I I enjoyed the comfort of the four walls. And so I know that God will direct us back To that. Um, But at this particular season, he has us doing so many things outside of the four walls. And so uh, I believe that God is building uh, our ministry as well as He's building some things in me before He releases the next building. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, and that's not always a comfortable season, but I understand the necessity of it. And so I'm excited about where I am uh, in that season. It has allowed me to refocus. It allows has allowed Allowed me to reprioritize. Uh, it has just simply allowed me to uh, just be repositioned. I believe it's yeah. repositioning, and so it all of that is necessary. It's mm-hmm. just necessary, and so um, it's a season where my faith is certainly being stretched, and I'm trusting God. I know that I'm walking in purpose. It just looks different, but I trust mm-hmm. God. The process.
0: Mm-hmm. Trusting God in the process and allowing him to take you to those places that only he can, right? And sometimes letting go of the things that we are kind of like, oh, I'm so comfortable here. Mm -hmm. Well, it only takes us being uncomfortable for us to get to those spaces that are great. And so... Uh, we could go on and on. So I'm going to go into my fire round of questions and kind of uh, uh, get to your heart a little bit. How is your heart today? How would you describe your heart?
1: My heart is in a good place, you know, being in ministry you know, there's certainly a lot of heartbreaks. There are a lot of disappointments. There's betrayal. There's all of that. And so, um, but my heart is certainly in a good place. Um, I, I'm, I am certainly the healed trying to help others to heal. Um, I, I I love that. That's going to be my new phrase. So I love <laughs> that. Like, I, I love that because I certainly, you know, where I see um, myself, I feel like, um, you know, God is really using me in this, and to really help to mentor others, uh, to help in helping others who have an earnest desire to pursue in ministry and to learn ministry. I believe in giving back and pouring into those who have a real earnest and sincere uh, desire. You know, I used to just, you know, pour, 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 but, you know, um, it's like. In this season, those who are really hungry and those who are really, you know, thirsting and really want the things of God, you know, I'm certainly willing to invest my time and and all of that into really helping. And um, so God is shifting some things within me, but I, you know, I'm in a good place with my heart.
0: That is so
1: beautiful. Just hearing you talk about that and the
0: work that I do, I'm starting to, my supervisor often say, Kate, you don't have to see everybody. You are somebody who loves working with people who want to do the work. Just do that. Right. And because I, I keep telling ah, like, oh, this person has been coming here for so long and there's no change. She said, you seem frustrated. That's not the person for you. You like people who are ready to do the work. So hearing you say that, I was like, oh, yes. Like, (laughs) let's get some change going in you. Like, let's get going. So, yes,
1: that's something the Lord has really been speaking to me about. And so I have shifted in that area. (laughs) (laughs) What does joy look like for you these days? Joy looks like just being in a content place, being, uh, you know, I love seeing other people happy. I love helping other people. Um, I joy is just being with family and being uh, with those just making others happy. I just enjoy my joy comes from making other people happy. That's, uh, Mm -hmm. that's my, that's just my greatest joy and seeing just lives transformed, seeing people being delivered, saved, you know, those things bring me great joy.
0: Mm -hmm. If you were still, um, I know the introversion is still in you. The introvert is still there, (laughs) but I'm I'm seeing a mirror of myself as you're talking, (laughs) which is when when you think back to when you were like, oh, I love being here. You know, nobody sees me. I'm just doing my thing, all that stuff. And hearing you say that your joy comes from seeing other people happy and all that. How has this journey with God and breaking forth, Um, transformed this natural bent, this natural personality that you have to introvert?
1: How has he transformed that for you? Ah, (laughs) Let's see. I would say you know, when it comes to that, I think that my recharge, when I get ready to refuel, it's still that quiet time. I yes. go back to the country. I enjoy refueling. <laughs> there are times where I have to just disconnect, pull away, allow God just to, you know, refuel me, recharge me, revive. And then I am charged to go yes. back to And do it again. (laughs) But my refueling, it's more in that introverted, quiet, you know, reading a book, traveling. uh, That's where I get the recharge. Yeah.
0: I'm hearing, dear sisters, you have got to know what works for you. That's right. If you know that you need this part of you to still function so you can function in the way that he wants you to. Yes. Don't disregard it. Don't neglect it. You know, like take time for that part of you so that
1: you can show up and show up well. Definitely. Without a doubt, that is Ooh. so important. And there are some people who are charged by other people. They yes. really enjoy that. You know, they they get their energy and they start flowing from that. And so you have to know yourself. You have to uh, know what works for Just you. hearing
0: that is tiring for me. I'm like, oh, yes. that's, yeah, tiring. Yeah, that's tiring.
1: <laughs> How do you give
0: yourself permission to breathe? like you do so much to help other people. How do you, you, I heard you say you like to read. What else do you like to do?
1: I just enjoyed, I, de- I definitely enjoyed traveling. I really enjoy traveling and I actually enjoy fishing. I'm, a ah. <laughs> so I'm going fishing next week. I'm looking so forward to the quiet time, you know, with nature and spending some time, you know, there with my father. And so I I do enjoy just, you know, getting to a quiet place and just pulling away some time and disconnecting. And, you know, I have this saying, you know, it's important to, you know... um, Come, uh, come aside before you fall apart. So, oh, I like that. Come <laughs> um, aside. It's important to you allow yourself and apart. not to feel guilty about those things. Um, it's really important to be able to establish boundaries and becoming comfortable and saying, mm-hmm. no, this is what I can do. This is mm-hmm. what I can't do. Let me move this to next week because this week is not as you know hectic and you know, I would like to give full attention. I uh, give more undivided attention mm-hmm. uh, to that. So I am learning those uh, boundaries that Mm -hmm. are really (laughs) Mm self-preserving i like that and uh, you mentioned early
0: early on in the conversation about you know when you start simple small changes you will see those opportunities that will become available. And that's even when you have to start disciplining yourself with boundaries, because Mm -hmm. we want to say yes to everything. But sometimes saying no to some things allows you to focus on the things that you've already said yes to. And I am practicing that right now. And it is amazing to just feel like, okay, I need to focus, you know, and maybe what I say no to right now, it probably will come around another time when I'll be available for that. So. So yeah, so that's so good. How can my dear sisters get in touch with you? My dear sisters, dear brothers, get in touch with you. And also, where can they find your wonderful book?
1: Yes, if they go to drbrenwilliams.org, that's D-R-R-B-R-E-N-Williams.org, that way they can stay connected with me. They can actually purchase a copy of the book on Dr. Bryn Williams.org. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's yeah. That's and great. then they'll
0: find your social handles, all yes. those things on there yes. as well, if they want Absolutely. to check you out and connect with you that is so amazing, Dr. Williams. It has been a pleasure talking to you. I I feel like you're like my aunt that I can talk to and get so much wisdom from. I may bring you back and focus
1: on Titus 3. Anytime. Teach us some things.
0: uh, You have certainly
1: been a blessing to me and certainly inspired me. And uh, I really like that heal people, help other people heal. I'm, I'm really going to work on that.
0: That's good. That's good. So on that note, I always, tell my listeners anybody that i meet um, even if it's the first time that you know when god healed my heart one of the things that he opened my heart to was being able to love other people before they even love me right and that's a hard thing that i had to work on with my heart being that i'm a trauma survivor yes. so dr Williams i love you i love your heart I, I love the things that you're doing for god and maybe one day i'll get to meet you I
1: certainly until then that.
0: Enjoy the day. It's sunny over here. I'm not sure how it is in Virginia, but it's sunny
1: in Virginia as well. It' has been <laughs> such a joy being with you and for inspiring and empowering me and your show is wonderful and I know it's impacting a lot of lives because thank it's you
0: impacted my Thank
1: life. you. thank you. Thank you for being on choose to Live Free podcast. <laughs> my pleasure. Bye, bye.